This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mr. Slice, and I'm here with some exciting news. The Doughboys are going back on the road, baby. That's right. The Doughboys are on tour in 2022, and you can see us live in Seattle on January 9th, Portland, January 10th, Foxwoods Resort in Connecticut on February 4th, and the big one in Boston, February 5th. And we've just added a Chicago show, January 29th. Chicago, baby. Get tickets for all our shows at headgum.com slash live. That's headgum.com slash live. When Charles Mason and Jeremiah Dixon surveyed a colonial border in 1763 to resolve a dispute created by conflicting land grants from two kings of England, it's impossible the frontiersmen could have gleaned its ultimate significance. And it's unlikely they would have thought their names might endure two and a half centuries later. But the Mason-Dixon line that separates Pennsylvania and Delaware above from Maryland, Virginia, and West Virginia below demarcates perhaps the biggest political and cultural divide in the U.S., the border between North and South. But another factor also cleaves the nation, instead between East and West, capitalism, often due to regional brands being absorbed by national ones. As such, identical or near-identical products will use different names to tread on nostalgic connection while sharing corporate leadership and distribution chains. Dual horned-up burger brands Carl's Jr. and Hardy's split their names roughly at the border of the Rocky Mountains. The same goes for two popular creamy white substances, ice cream brands Dryers and Eddie's, and mayonnaise brands Best Foods and Hellman's. But a more ad hoc approach seems to govern the locational distribution of dual fast food burger brands with 900 restaurants. One founded in Louisville, Kentucky in 1985, the second founded in Mobile, Alabama in 1986, and the two formally merged in 1999. Original plans called for the brand named for motorsports to rule the Midwest and the brand named for the board game to have the Southeast as its domain, but those were scrambled over time as the parent company expanded to the coasts. A map posted on the non-pornographic subreddit rmapporn shows a chaotic distribution in place today, including a dozen states that have both brands. As for why two versions of the Big Buford and Seasoned Fries purveyor persist in the first place, perhaps it's due to corporate history. Rallies was purchased by a larger chain in 1996 before being sold back to Checkers in 1999. That chain? Carl's Jr. Hardee's. This week on Doughboys, we return to Checkers and Rallies. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Martin Scorsese, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Martin Scorsese, what? Martin Scorsese, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. What? <laughs> Martin Scorsese. No, 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 I know. The Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. The a thing is, is that I sneeze? This is from Kyle Bakke who writes, I thought this would be appropriate for Mitch's sneezing fit, 
He had on the Coke Freestyle app with Chris Gethard and Goodfellas Jesus. is Mitch's favorite movie. Love you guys. I, I, you were sneezing up a storm. I sneezed twice. Uh, apparently sneezed now you're Martin Scorsese. Sneezy. This is now one of your defining attributes. You're a sneezer. I'm not a sneezer. I think you would be. I think if you, I think that was, that's the dwarf you would be. No, no, uh, no, it is not. I would be. Who do you think was, you were? You, you think you'd be Doc? You're not Doc. I, I would, I, yeah, I'm not Doc. You chose the other one. I'm not. I'm sleepy, <laughs> dopey, hung. Is there a hungry one? I don't know. I don't know if there's a is, hungry. Feels like there'd there be a gluttonous dwarf. Cummy? <laughs> there is a cummy. Um, that's one that they, they, they kind of hide the, that dwarf in the Disney vault along with Song of the South. <laughs> <laughs> Roastspoonman at gmail.com. Mitch, this past Snow Sunday. White, Snow White gets into Cummy's bed and she's like, well, oh, fuck. The sheets are fucking <laughs> hard as rocks. <laughs> Mitch, this past Sunday was Pro Wrestling Gorilla PWG, mm-hmm. which we both went to. This is a live yeah. wrestling event in LA. Best wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, live wrestling you can see out here. It's 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 fantastic. And we met a listener, as we often do. There, there are people who are, you know, go to the, the shows who also yeah. Listen to the podcast. Oddly, the demographic for wrestling nerds and dorks who listen to Doughboys, those yeah. Venn di- that Venn diagram overlaps. This plays into today's episode, by the way, because I went to our restaurant after after this show that we were, that we were after after I contracted Delta variant at this show yes. that we went to. I went and I went to the restaurant. Yes, I know. I go on with your story. I know what you're going to say. We we contracted and spread Delta variant, and it was worth it. I had a great. It was a great show. Mm-hmm. Bandito, the, the, the uh, who's better than Bandito? Super Dragon came back. We're getting deep into uh, Alistair Black was there. It was it was great, but I, but why is that? And it was you know I couldn't really taste my rallies or smell it afterwards, but it was still worth it. Um, <laughs> so the I met a listener named Matt and mm-hmm. a lovely man, mm-hmm. and he was talking about nice the guy. show. Very very yeah very. But but he told me this. He said the hardest he ever laughed at Doughboys when he was listening to an episode while driving, and we made a joke about one of our dad's cum tasting like bee honey. Mm-hmm. And I went up to you afterwards, and it was like, do you remember this? And yeah. both of us were like, what? No. What, when did when this happen? When did we riff this out? I, I don't I don't I, I I don't remember it at all. I mean I be, I believe that we that we could have said that our you know like I could have made a joke like that at some point that it, maybe I I accidentally ate my dad's cum tastes like bee honey. I guess that there that I mean it's a I'm saying there's a possibility that it could happen on the show. I I also have a theory that this guy had a dream about listening to Doughboys and that's what he's remembering. <laughs> But if you have, if you are, you hear that 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 thing that Matt recalled, and it clicks with mm-hmm. you, and you know what episode it's from, if you can find that clip and turn it into a drop and send it in, we will of course play it on the show. So the hunt is on, scavengers. Um, no, let's not play it again. I'd rather not. I I don't want. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like hearing that it existed in the first place. All right, here we go. This is embarrassing. Embarrassing in front of the guest, I feel like. But Speaking of drops. Howdy ho to Spoon Nation. Ugh. <laughs> 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 no, no. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's a little here's a little drop. Mitch is picking on mama, mama's picking on Mitch as wider microwaves. He's selling on a dish. Wow. Maybe today they'll talk. 
got the dicks, oh yeah It's the Doughboy Show, it's the Doughboy Show Come joke sold separately Wow, we were talking, we were, it was, it was come heavy up top, so. Um, yeah, you think he was referencing that bee honey joke? <laughs> um, hey, Doughboys, Kenny here from Somerville, Slummerville. If you ever made a, a Doughboy sitcom, maybe this could be the theme song. Thanks mm. for all the laughs during this crazy year. Also, if you like this music, my friend Will and I make comedy songs under the band name Kill Jay. You can check it out on Spotify. Best Kenny Gray. Wow. Good job. Check Kenny. that out. Good check job, out Kenny. Kill check Jay. that out. Check uh, and uh, Spoonman drops at gmail.com if you want to submit a drop, including the one that Matt remembered. If you can find it. If you can find the honey one, yeah. Let's, let's introduce it. our guest. It's already been too long. It's been too long with us just talking and been we already long overdue. Both in uh, terms of this episode's runtime and duration since the podcast began. We have one of the greats with us. Yes. And also, in many ways, he refers to us as the hamburger men. Mm, I've heard this. And and we're just gonna say this to you today, to our guests today. We want we want you to stop. We're pissed. Okay. <laughs> I'll knock it off. Look, I'll stop. <laughs> we have a cease and desist order. We are presenting with our guest who hosts the best show with Tom Sharpling. His new book, It Never Ends, a memoir with nice memories is available now. Tom Sharpling. Hi, Tom. Hey, how are you? Good. Thank you for Thank being you. here. Well, thanks, thanks for being for here. Having, no, thanks for having me. And I'll look, the hamburger men thing is just, it's like peacocking or whatever mystery sure do when he was trying to <laughs> figure out ways to charm others you gotta oh no i was neg i was negging you i was negging you is what i was doing right <laughs> the so. old pua the old pua guide of uh i remember when i was i worked as a cbs page which i've said a million times but there was a guy who like tried to tell me to read like the pickup artist books Mm-hmm. He was like, "These will be good for you." He was a, he was a big pickups pickup artist guy, and uh, I never I never did I never read them, yeah. I never got into them. But uh, but 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 negging is uh, is it it worked it worked on me because I, mm-hmm. I I liked it I liked I liked hamburger man I enjoyed it. Sure, yeah. and look, I'm here now. It worked it worked for me. It, took, <laughs> it was the longest <laughs> the longest game imaginable. It took me four and a half years. But here I am. <laughs> and I, I will say I'm not going to tip anything, but you got your revenge. Also. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we certain yes, we did. This rest uh, we, well, we're, we're we're discussing an interesting chain today. We're we are yeah. discussing uh, checkers and rallies, which we will get to in a bit. But but I want to start here, Tom. You are from New Jersey, is that correct? Big that food is state. Correct. Big food state. Big food state. Love it. Do you have any favorites that make you think of home? Sure, the the uh, I, I always like uh, the pizza pies are always great, mm, and you mm. can throw a rock and hit a place that's kind of better than anywhere else. There's there's a big movement to say that like like Jersey has the best. Pe- I was re- I was just online recently and reading people tweeting about something like tweeting about this where Jersey is overlooked in the in the in the pizza wars because it's Connecticut. Yeah. And then New York are the two big ones that people always talk about. And then people in Jersey are like, "We have we have the best pizza in the world," and no one and no one gives us the credit for it. Yeah, I, I know there's a lot of people who who think that when you say New York, 
pizza, you're talking about the tri-state area, basically. But mm-hmm. I think there are slight uh, variants, and I um, I like New Jersey has tomato pie in a lot of places lower mm-hmm. in the state where it's just very simple and very pure kind of pizza and it's just it's not encumbered by toppings right so yep. that i i uh miss a little bit and then i miss a lot i miss wawa is what i miss wawa yeah. everyone loves wawa the great we had it we had it when we were in philadelphia and I, I will say i got some some delightful sandwiches from that spot and i also just like the idea of a convenience store that has like fresh made sandwiches like that's like a fun concept yeah, with the touch screen, and you go and you just right. press the buttons. You don't even have to talk to the people. You just say <laughs> they say a number, and then you hand them a piece of paper. And beginning and end of the exchange. <laughs> wow, I, I I feel like I've always been a Seven Eleven defender, and then you just realize how much Seven Eleven sucks comparatively. Like, sure, I was in Seven Eleven last night to 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 pick up some some. Uh, for a double and uh tipping our hat there why maybe yeah maybe we'll maybe we'll bleep that out but i but uh, it was that sort of thing of like oh man with wawa at like one in the morning you can just get like a good buffalo chicken sub if you want it and And it's fresh made and it's fresh made and 7-eleven just fucking it sucks what can you what like when i was young and 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 when i was young and drunk like literally like 16 years old i'd Uh go in and get like a a bakery stick at uh, like a like one of the rollers at 7-Eleven and I'd eat that stuff and I and I liked it then but all that shit is just pu- it just sits there for so long it's it 7-Eleven is truly awful yeah it's a dice roll if like that the go-go taquito or the wings or the yeah. pizza has has maybe been fresh made within the past couple of hours but a lot of times it'll be something that's sitting there all day it's not, it's not at all the same thing and and I'll also I'll also say even compared to the actual sub chains, like like yeah. a Wawa, a, a convenience store aspect aside, a Wawa just destroys like a Subway. Like it's yeah, just, it's not, so not much better. Close. It's a totally different tier. Yeah. It's not even close. It's it's just, the stuff is good and it's fresh. It's not like 7-Eleven where you get a watch of the truck pull up. You ever seen right. when the, at like two in the morning, the truck. Yeah. And they're just like wheeling all the things in. And then it's just like, but that's not good enough. The truck's there. That stuff's going to sit for a while. They don't roll it out onto the floor. They put it in the back, like the donuts and things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sadly always there when the truck pulls up. I mean, like me and the truck. <laughs> I'm always mm-hmm. at 7 Eleven with the truck. Like, I feel like You're I know the that truck thing, guy. right? Yeah. They lower that skid off the back. <laughs> <laughs> You think it's some sort of fast five situation wise where I'm trying to get all the fucking taquitos off the truck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that I, the 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 depressing sight for me these days, and Mitch, that you must have a take on this, is seeing that at Dunkin' Donuts now, where that oh, gotta, used to be a thing I of like. I got a take on everything. You're kind of the take meister. I am. That's kind of your have, thing. Mm-hmm. I am the take meister. And, some uh, people serve hot cakes, you serve hot takes. I'm, I'm the take meister. Making takes. Um, Sir takes a lot. Johnny that takes. Was like, Johnny takes. <laughs> to fit it, to make it more regional for you. <laughs> Great character. Short-lived. Um, and, you know, good that he didn't end up with, with Vito. 
Johnny Cakes. He, mm-hmm. he, he, the, Vito, Vito wasn't right for him. Which, Vito which, wasn't uh, happy there. That's the whole yeah. thing. Like, he, he had the rural life he couldn't adapt to. Yep. Um, Rather die a gangster than live, a no, live as a nobody. You know what? Maybe the only good show. Sopranos? Yeah, maybe there's never been another good show. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the only one that's good. I mean, that's it's setting, the, setting the bar pretty high. If you're saying you're not, you're not reaching those heights, you aren't even worthy of being viewed. But, may, hey, hey, I like it. Am, that's am, a take. I, the fucking, am I the fucking take meister or what? I was trying to give you a big are. take. And it's you know why? I'm with you on this Dunkin' Donuts shit. Pulling up. There's no more Fred. There's no more time to make the donuts. Yeah. Fred is free. You don't need Fred anymore. It's a big fucking truck that pulls up with all the shit. It sucks. Yeah. It's a bummer. When you see those donuts peeking around the corner in the back, when you can like look through the thing and you see the trays of them that are not yet out on the shelves, isn't that the most tantalizingly frustrating thing you've ever seen? (laughs) <laughs> like oh those are the good donuts back there right wheel them out yeah they they're just these old donuts that you have to choose instead that you can you can just tell are hours old that are on display empty slots everywhere just none of this <laughs> none of that because they're just they don't want to they don't want to break the good stuff out until they unload a few more <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking dunkin donuts is it makes me sad, wise, because that is like a ch- yeah. Obviously, started in Quincy, a chain close to my heart, but right, just fucking. It's like it's you know what it's like. It's like the Seven Eleven Donuts. Is a Seven Eleven mm. Donut as good as a fucking Dunkin' Donut Donut now? I wouldn't go that <sighs> far, but it, but it's definitely like it's the same sort of thing. It's something that's not. It, it's like it, it's like buying an Entenmann's. You know, it's something yeah. that was made at a at a regional distribution center and then regional bakery and then distributed. Look, and I still love them, and I'll and I'll, I'll defend them with my life still. But I like their breakfast sandwiches. I'll, I'll have a I'll have a Dunkin' breakfast sandwich. Fred's rolling over in his grave. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, sh- uh, Sharpling, I wanted to ask you beyond Jersey Eats, uh, like, are you someone who likes fast food? Are you someone who likes chain restaurants? And do oh. you have any favorites? Oh yeah. Well, uh, for me, McDonald's is yeah still wow. the fish the fish fillet. Look, I don't I don't eat meat, I eat fish. And mm-hmm. so the McDonald's fish fillet is still the simple uh top of the pyramid for me. Wow. Mm. It's clean. It's I'll say this, and this is we'll get into this more. It's not wet. Mm. Oh boy. I so are are you uh well I got two questions for you. One do you like Jersey Mike's? It's got it's got your state's name in the title. Great do you question. Think that, because you know what? Yeah. Why? Because I told you this when me, you, and Gabrus were were texting about Italian subs, and I was saying, besides, like, there's there's obviously good places in L.A. where you can get some good Italian. That is funny that the three that's, of us yeah, were just texting about Italian subs. So on brand, three fat fucks <laughs> talking about sandwiches we like. <laughs> <laughs> like if somebody but, made fun of you saying that that's what you guys do, your feelings would be hurt, but you're actually doing it. <laughs> it's true. That's true. I, 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 I said, I said to Gabrus that, and I said to you, Wags, I said, mm-hmm. Jersey Mike's Italian sub is fucking, 
is really fantastic. It's a, it's it's a, good. it's a, it's, it's a good sub. It's, it's, it's surprisingly for, for chain rush. I mean, just blows subway out of the water, but are you, are you a fan? Have you tried it? Are you a fan? Oh. You don't eat meat. So I like, I like, uh, I'll get a tuna sub at Jersey Mike's. Sure. Yeah. I like, uh, yeah, I like it. And it's just, you can control. Look, they also like to make sure your sandwich is on the wet side of things, but I'm kind of okay with, you can control <laughs> it. At least you have say in, in the the level of oil and vinegar on it. Yes. Yeah, I do like to go Mike's way, but but you can cus like especially the app. The app is great there. Like you can really you can really customize things on a pretty granular level. Shit, I might get Jersey Mike's today. Now I now I want it. But but it's funny that we mentioned Subway because I actually think that the tuna sub is the best thing you can get at. It's one of the best <clears throat> things you can get at Subway. Yeah. But Subway is 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 mm-hmm. awful comparatively. We were separately texting. We had another group text about sandwiches with Evan Susser. And and he was talking about how he got Subway and it was like like his sandwich was like eleven dollars. I thought you were joking at first. This is true. Yeah. No, this is true. Eleven yeah, eleven bucks for a Subway sandwich. We're a place that like no one wants to eat right now yeah. anyway. Yeah. It's like it's oh just, just completely fallen out of favor. Yeah, um, brutal. I wish they'd bring back Jared. That's my issue. I want Jared back. <laughs> We got to break him out. You got me. <laughs> right? We got to get him out. We got to break Jared out. We need him out. Um, yeah. And then we break him out. We're just like, wait a minute. What was this guy in for again? <laughs> like, oh, man. Oh, whoo, I think we made a huge mistake. Yeah, this was not an injustice. We rectified. Yeah, this exactly. is good God. Yeah. Um, Jared, we're breaking, Tom, you, we're breaking you back in. <laughs> we're breaking you back in. <laughs> That's tougher because he doesn't cooperate. He's not going to cooperate with that. No. Yeah. And you know what? We're going to stay in here too for what we did. We <laughs> yes, deserve we'll it. stay for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Tom, I want to ask you: uh, Are you? Uh, are, are you? Since you're a fish, you're, you're a fan of the fish sandwich, the mm-hmm. the uh, the filet fish, um, and not the McFish, huh? Always interesting that it's that's the uh, the it's 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 not a McFish. They didn't, Trump I guess that, apparently called it the fish delight. That's what he thinks. That's what he thinks the fillet of fish is called is the fish delight. That's the worst thing he's ever done. <laughs> yeah. And but conversely, I will say this, and I've said it before. I'll say it till the day I die. The best thing Donald Trump ever did, and he had this figured out, is when he had those kids win the NCAA championship. Yeah. He's just like. Yeah, like, what do they want to eat? Chicken cordon bleu, or they want to piles of fast food? Yeah, honestly, like, that yeah. Is, that was that is that was that was the when when people were like online when people were like, "Can you believe this?" I was like, "No, this is this is the only good. Th- this is good. That it was the <laughs> yeah, only yeah. good thing he did." Yeah. You could tell when a slate columnist was like, "This is a classless act from our clown president." It's just like, well, all right, now you're. This is more just sort of t- telling on yourself here. Yeah, and I'm yeah, just like, yeah, the- I agree. And then I see this the pyramid of filet of fish sandwiches. I'm just kind of like, well, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> just <laughs> grab whatever I want from a pile like that. <laughs> are, so, so you're a fan of the of of a, of a fish sandwich. Are you a, are you a fish and chips fan? Are are you? Sure. For me, growing up, New, New England fish and chips. I especially when I was younger and like didn't want to you know my mom would would have baked haddock or they were they were having fish or even swordfish or whatever and 
I would, I would, I would, when we went to, uh, the, the, you know, wherever we were getting fishes, fish from, I would go, uh, I would go with the, uh, with fish and chips. I was a big fish and mm. chips fan. And yeah, are, are you, uh, I love it so much. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, to keep cutting you off. I'm so excited about talking about fish and chips. No, Arthur please. Treacher's. Did you ever go to Arthur Treacher's? Oh a, yes. I know. I know Arthur Treacher's. Yes. But I, but I haven't, I have not gone to Arthur. I'm questioning. I know of it, but I'm questioning whether I've ever even been to Arthur Treacher's. Um, oh. As a kid, uh, Arthur Treacher's was uh, there was everywhere in New Jersey. Was the Arthur Treacher's fish and chips chain? And mm. the funny thing is, Arthur Treacher was Merv Griffin's s- sidekick on his talk wow. on his early talk show. So oh, it's kind yeah. of like it's kind of like Hank. Hank's revolving restaurant on Larry Sanders is kind of loosely based on Arthur Treacher's fish and chips. Wow. That's crazy. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. I, there was, there were not a lot of, we got fish from Burke seafood in, in Quincy, which is great. A great place. Still, still around family owned. And Burke's was was great, and they made a they made a fish and chips there, and so I'd get fish and chips there often, and it would come with like fries and onion rings mix, and then the and then like a lot of the ice cream stands had like the like Dairy Freeze had, which is like a dairy like a local Dairy Queen. There's only one of them, but but they had like they'd have they'd serve fish and chips too, and fucking fantastic. I, I was yes. I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a vinegar guy. I, I like fish and chips and vinegar. That's that's how oh. I do it. Oh my, are God, you? Yes. Are you tartar sauce or are you vinegar? No, it was kind of a thing where it would make me feel slightly um, mature to be kind of like, I'm going to put vinegar on my fish and chips, not go with <laughs> with tartar sauce or even lowly ketchup or whatever the cocktail sauce was. So it was kind of like, I'm going to yeah. go for something a little more subtle. Sad, sadly, I probably did. I probably did eat fish and chips with ketchup when I was younger for a, a long stretch, like dipping the fish in ketchup. Which now it sounds fucking nasty, but back in back in the day, did and in L.A. H H salt is the is the big one, wags, which we haven't done right. on the show. We H, haven't. Which there's still some that exist, but H H salt fish and chips. I used to um, go there as a kid, and I the novelty of you would get it in. I I think it was H Salt. It might have been a different place, but I remember it, like getting your fish and chips in newspaper. I mm-hmm. thought was like this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they're serving it like this. Yeah, that's a very yeah, British. The, thing. And, and until you got a glimpse of what was on the fucking paper. <laughs> <laughs> like headlines from like 1987. Oh my god! Yeah. The Challenger disaster. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I like I really came around to malt vinegar, and that was actually a thing my mom liked. Mm. My mom liked malt vinegar, and I tried it. I remember and being like, "Oh wait, this is actually delightful." I I thought I needed that sweeter tartar sauce, but yeah, give me that malt vinegar. I, honestly, give me a little of both. I live in both worlds. Yeah, I dip, do too. Dip some in malt malt vinegar. Dip some in tartar sauce. Maybe mix mm. them. You know what? I'm just gonna say, fuck the British. I just want to say that for a minute. Wow. Uh, Finally, I'm, you're I'm, saying it. <laughs> I'm still steamed about the Revolutionary War. Oh, boy. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch with this old axe to grind. Those fucking redcoat swags, they fucking pulled some shit. You ever seen The Patriot? Uh, I did watch The Patriot, yeah. Yeah, with that, with the heroic Mel Gibson. 
It was, yeah. it, it, it's a, it's interesting to hear the Takemeister just like come, just coming out blazing. Yeah. Like you're just, you're just spraying the takes like a Gatling gun. Go Fuck after the, the British. British. We already know you don't like Italians. I don't like Italians. I don't like the British. Is any part hmm. of, of Europe safe? Uh, hmm. No. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the Irish are safe. You know what? Fuck the Irish, too. There it is. <laughs> Aren't you 100% Irish? I am 100% Irish, but they always hate American. <laughs> they hate American Irish. They hate American okay. Irish folk. Got it. The thing with the Brits is that, uh, so many British people think that uh, I, I talk to some British people and they're always like, oh, the States. And I'm like, your fucking country sucks shit, too. You're the worst. You're the, you're the, you're the worst of all. You're the worst of yeah. all people. Boris fucking Johnson, terrible. just a fucking dipshit. To f- this this his, uh, this this finishing school fancy lad who's like fucking larping as a as a man of the people with his disheveled hair and historically no one no one more evil than the fucking British Empire fuck you all true you piece of shit. yeah and the other thing is this thing with the TV the fancy TV it's like you add up all the actual great shows it was it twenty hours of television <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, Monty fucking- Python, oh, The Office, Alan Partridge. And you start adding, you start getting a thing. It's just like, you ever watch bad British TV? It's the worst TV on the planet. <laughs> it's like a dude with, I worked on a, I worked on a British special and they'd be like, 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 here is a, this, this is a popular, uh, this is a popular bit airing on the telly. And they'd show like some British bit of comedy and it'd be some like fucking dude, you know, it, like with big fake teeth and a big like floofy wig going like, and they're like, everyone's like all these British people are like laughing at this. Like this is like the height of their culture. Like, like, oh, this is so like you forget that there's this low bow, low brow strain of British comedy that's kind of like, you know, that you don't really see in the US. They only send over the the the, the highbrow stuff. To be yeah, fair, then, I was I, I was laughing at that bit. So go ahead. I, I mean, it's good. Good. it was funny. Yeah, I agree. I was kind of wanting to know what show that was. Um, it, but then they're like, "Oh well, you got uh, Sanford and Son actually started off as Steptoe and Son in England, and then you see some of Steptoe and Son, and you're like, this is terrible. It's yeah. like we America improved it so much by putting Red Fox in there. Yeah." yeah. By having seasons longer than four episodes. Yeah. We'll, we'll be back in three years with four <laughs> new episodes. <laughs> Hang tight. Got four new ones, but one will come out on Christmas for some reason. So he's like, and that's also weird that they watch so much TV on Christmas where it's just like, oh, the Christmas episode of Doctor yeah. Who. It's like, don't you guys like open presents and stuff or hang <laughs> with your family? <laughs> like, brother's like, keep quiet. Doctor Who is on now, and they have they and they also don't they just have a few channels too? Aren't they very proud of that? Like BBC Two and one, like there's only like there's they literally have like a the, channel named Channel Four. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck like, that shit. <laughs> you know what I was watching the other day? MTV Classic, a whole channel just dedicated to an old channel. Mm-hmm. There you Fucking go. Eat shit, Britain. Pieces <laughs> of shit. Love it. Uh, Sharply, I did want to ask you before we get into the chain about you said you. I, I know you. You just eat fish. You don't eat. Uh, you don't eat meat. You don't eat anything from the land I mean, or the I mean, sky. I mean, I don't just eat fish. I eat vegetables and right. Other yes, you eat that too. I just like, among animal among animal proteins, you eat sure. fish uh, yes. only. 
Do you have like how long has that Actually, been a thing? Actually, I, I see your notes here, and you're saying only eats fish, no vegetables, nothing else. Yeah, and shut well, up, that's shut a, up, Mitch. You're, you're, you got that one. Yeah, your Stop your uh, research me. team got that one wrong. I, I do eat vegetables. Um, not not hot salads though, but I do eat cold salads. Love a cold salad. Are are, um, are you are you are you a fan of like uh, scallops and and uh, and and no, other, yeah. yeah, all of it. Yeah, I love all, all, of it. all, 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 all seafood. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm sure there's something I don't love, but uh, yeah, on the whole, I'm good with seafood. Yeah. Um, you were asking if if uh, how long has this been going on? It's uh, yes. for about, about 25 years, I think. Oh wow, that meat. long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yeah, I, I just stopped eating meat this year. Uh, uh, no meat shall I eat in the the calendar year twenty twenty one, and I'm 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 excluding fish. I'm not having any fish either. But I, I I think when I I think in the next year I might go back to eating some fish because it's just the the variety of proteins gets pretty stale, and that feels like the 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 I, you know, I know there's all sorts of problems with. Um, uh, with farmed salmon and and you know a, a long line trawling and like I know there's there's all sorts of shit that like really disrupts the ocean uh, with seafood harvesting, but I do feel like it's it's the more ethical animal protein that I that you know someone could consume, and also it's just fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's not great in certain ways, obviously, and I've gone without fish for for good stretches, solid stretches, but. Honestly, it kept I kept getting brought back into it out so much of it was out of convenience and inability to find anything on a menu sometimes if I right. wasn't yeah. up for eating yeah. fish. Yeah. How many sides can I get? Like I'd be at a diner and just be like, I get a side of mashed potatoes and a side of green beans and a side and I'm just eating like out of little bowls. Just all over the table. That's that's that that was okay, so. We were supposed to record this episode last week, but I had a a a, a stomach flu. By the way, Wags, I was just going to say that, like, uh, Tom's twenty one years of doing this it just makes your your you know one year of doing this bullshit just seem kind of pathetic by comparison. <laughs> I just want to say, um, just not a contest. Kind of, I mean, it's just. <laughs> just kind of really lame. Like your thing is just kind of lame, Wags. But but um, I I was uh, I was I was I was sick with a stomach type flu. It wasn't COVID. I got tested three times. I didn't have COVID, and we were supposed to do this episode before. But I I literally couldn't eat Wags. I was texting you and saying that there was a chance that I couldn't do the pod anymore. I, I was I was I was nervous there for a couple of days. I mean, we shouldn't do it, anyways. No. But. It was a situation where I I couldn't eat any food. I was uh I was eating uh English muffins. I was I why cuz I got toast. I buttered toast. I was buttering my toast on both sides. Wait, wait a minute. You said English muffins? Something doesn't add up here. Yeah. Sorry. I I bought the I bought the non-English muffin. I bought I bought a uh, American Freedom muffins. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. 
That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, why is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small? It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? Feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here reviewing Checkers and Rallies for the second time with this week's guest, Tom Sharpling. Checkers and Rallies originally two separate companies like Carl's Jr. and Hardy's, as I mentioned in the intro. Uh, part of the reason the two brands endured is because Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's bought Rallies in 1996 and then sold it back to Checkers in 1999. So that's how the two companies merged. Rallies was founded in 1985 in Louisville, and Checkers was founded in 1986 in Mobile. Same menu, different branding. First reviewed back in 2018 with our friend Neil Punzel on. Uh, Mitch, you were talking about mm-hmm. you, you were you were you were mid anecdote and we took a break. Like, can continue your your anecdote. I would just I I couldn't eat anything and for for like a full week because of your stomach just, bug. Because of my stomach bug, so I was having some freedom freedom muffins. Like I was saying that like I like that was it. Yes. It's just the 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 American version of of English muffins and 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 toast. I was just doing I was doing bananas and toast. And I, uh, I, uh, I buttered, I buttered both sides of my toast. I, I just because I was so bored. Yes. <laughs> and I wanted, I just, I, I just wanted to eat butter, and I wanted more butter. Uh, I butter toast from both sides. Now that's what I was singing as I was doing it. The little Joni, <laughs> a little Joni Mitchell wags. Okay. Uh, I'm not familiar. 
You didn't. You didn't like it. All right. Uh, but no, I, I just don't know the. I just don't know the source. Oh Jesus. Um, but I was. Hold I was, on. You don't know Joni Mitchell. I know who Joni Mitchell is, but I don't know her. You I don't know that check song. Check some of the music out at some point. It's good stuff. Jesus. Yeah. Right, hold on. I'm gonna Google Joni Mitchell right now. Keep oh, talking, God. You're gonna accidentally Google Mike Mitchell. Um. <laughs> Um, but, but I, I just, for a full week, I was like, I, 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 I don't know how I, I was just so bored eating that same shit over and over again. Bananas, toast, English muffins. That was it. That was, that was basically all I, all I could eat. Yes. And I, I don't, I don't know how I could ever live on a plane plain diet i know i know obviously like you know veg and i wasn't i couldn't really eat salads or anything like that and that's that's the way that maybe you you liven up with some veggies and stuff and but but i just i was so fucking bored eating that stuff yeah. over and over again and just a plain diet like that that i that i that i that i feel for you i i tom i feel for you not like uh going to a diner and ordering stuff like that that's like anytime i've been on like a, a like a strict diet or something like that it just feels it feels fucking impossible. Like, I, like, uh, to, 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 it's just, it, the world is, doesn't cater to that shit. And Los Angeles is yes. one of the few places that you can, you can do it, but. Right. There are parts of the country where you're kind of out of luck. And I will say that, that what Tom was talking about, having a bunch of different sides, was basically my experience at Checkers and Rallies. I went to the Hawthorne location and I kind of just had to, I, there, there really aren't any veggie friendly mains available, but there is a fish sandwich. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and Tom, your your basic your requirements for for doing the show, as far as a chain would be concerned, is you just wanted to have any place with a fish sandwich. And we pitched checkers and rallies at you. It sounds like the sandwich may be disappointed. Yeah, this was different than I remember checkers mm. being because there were checkers all over New Jersey, and it it was kind of like a decent enough fill in fill in the gap place to go to hit. I would I would often hit checkers on my way to do the best show on a Tuesday night if I was running late and couldn't eat properly. I would get checkers and eat it while driving. And I remember the fish sandwich being perfectly fine. Um but I don't know what's gone on mm. since then or or maybe this is the way that was a checkers. This was a rallies I went to. A rallies yes. in uh Baldwin Park I went to and that was that was a first of all that was a hoot being in Baldwin Park what a great town that is um <laughs> and, uh, and um yeah I went late at night around 9 9:30 and got the the fish sandwich the 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 crispy fish I got there was like a two sandwich deal on the crispy fish sandwich and uh, then it was a combo with fries and then i figured it's like screw it let's get a dessert also and then they're like we don't have any desserts tonight oh no okay so i got a soda fries and two of these fish sandwiches and well tom i was gonna ask you there there is there is a version of this sandwich where there's two fish patties. There's there's a yes. and there's in the, the cheese. The crispy in fish sandwich them. and the deep sea double. Oh, you the know what? The deep sea double is what I got. They gave okay. me two of those. I thought I was ordering this is how it went. Yes. And look, if I if I seem confused on this at all, it's because of the damage that this food did 
to my memory at this point. I think, I think it's actually as neurological consequences. Um, it was, yes, it was two of the, because there were four patties all through. That's was, wow. and I think maybe because look, I only ate one of the sandwiches. Um, to tell you the truth, I threw the other one out the window of the car. <laughs> so somewhere on the 10 is a, is an uneaten deep sea double <laughs> that, um, cause there's that thing that I will do where something is so gross that I still will just be kind of like, I gotta just, this couldn't have been as gross as I said it was. Right. And I mm-hmm. like, I eat, take another bite of them. Like, oh, that's disgusting. Man. And it sits for like 90 seconds. I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Was it really that bad? And it's like, yeah. take a bite. Yeah, it was worse than, even than I thought. But yeah, I. so I ate way more than I wanted to. Um, I'm looking at their menu now. Um, this sandwich, everything that could be wrong with it was wrong with it. It was super wet. The lettuce was disgusting and wilted. Mm. Uh, and the cheese was like really like dominant in it. Where it was like, Mm -hmm. it kind of like, where you taste the processed cheese part of it. Like, it feels like cheese, like on a filet of fish the cheese is like for texture uh, more than anything. You're not just, you're not tasting that cheese. This Mm -hmm. thing I tasted like this cheap cheddar cheese, just low grade cheese. And it was so strong. Oh, it was so gross. I truly, I had a stomach ache for a day and a half after this. Oh, God. It yeah. was like bad news. And the fries. Well, 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 well here's, here's the thing. The fries, the fries at this place are, are, are the main attraction. Like they're, they're, they're very proud of their fries. Um, yeah, they're seasoned fries. I got to say this. The crazy thing about this is that. I got the fish sandwich. I didn't do I didn't do the deep sea double. I did the crispy fish sandwich. And Tom, it was my favorite thing at the okay. at rallies. It, well, not wow. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say it was okay. my favorite thing because there is something that I liked more and I'll, and I'll but I'll 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 I'll, I'll tell I'll talk about that a little later. It was but it was of all the hot food items I got. It was it was maybe my bite of the night. It was uh it it was it was just it was Mine was crispy. The patty, the the fish patty was crispy, and it was the only thing that was that was that was really working for me. I I did it. There's the deep sea double, and then there's a, a spicy chicken sandwich like double. Uh, I'm gonna find out what it's exactly exactly what it's called. Let's see here. It's the spicy chicken double. So easy enough. I could have guessed that, but that it's a similar thing where it's two spicy chicken patties, and then there's a piece of cheese in between. And it was the same thing where the cheese was extremely overwhelming. Mm. Um, but also probably one of the better things I had, but the, the, like, like you were saying, like you could just taste like the lettuce and the bun, like all of it had like strong flavors for like, it was like, this is this taste. There's such a strong flavor coming off this stuff that doesn't seem right. Um, right. But that was that the spicy chicken double was probably one of the besides the fish sandwich. One of the two things I had that was like I ordered I ordered quite a bit. None of it. Okay. None of it was great. And some of it was downright bad. Uh, why should I go? Should I go on with what I got? And that cheese, just the, the cheese. I'm not wrong on the cheese, right? It's like no, it's, the cheese is so overwhelming. It's it's so strong. It, it like 
And honestly, for the for the for the spicy chicken McDouble, like at first I was kind of like, oh, I like it, and then I got to like a portion of it where it was just like a lot of cheese melted in the middle, and it was just it was fucking it was too much. I didn't fit. I didn't finish almost. I don't think I finished any sandwich I got. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the crazy thing to me. I got a baconzilla wags. Last time mm-hmm. I was there, I got I got the I got the big Buford, so I went with a baconzilla, um, which is. And so here's here's the description on it. Baconzilla, uh, which is a registered trademark. Warning, which is also it's just Godzilla, but bacon. How is that a yeah. registered whatever? How is how did they get baconzilla? Well, they don't anyway. want them t- making a movie out of it or anything without them right. being a piece of the action, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Warning with Godzilla versus Baconzilla. He takes a bite of it and just goes home. That's how that that's the one that happens with the battle. <laughs> he is. Yeah. <laughs> war, war, warning there will be bacon take Another take movie. on these war, yeah. Yeah. take on these two large hand seasoned 100% beef hamburger patties piled high with four slices of crispy bacon two slices of american cheese melted cheddar cheese ketchup and mayonnaise all served on a toasted bakery style bun so i take this is the one i was excited for because i was like man all this shit sucks but but maybe this will maybe this will be like the burger how can how can the burger be bad right like a burger's got to be good right a bacon right. burger it's got to be good it fucking sucked it was the it was the oh, saltiest it was just such a salty salt bomb it was so salty and then like just like it was it was hard to just eat it and then biting into it the meat quality tasted like i, I don't know if you remember when you were a kid and, and you were like, oh, man, like the elementary school cafeteria is serving burgers. And you're like, oh, man, exciting. We're going to get burgers. And then eating a school lunch burger and being like, what is like, what is this taste? Yeah. It was the same exact taste as a school lunch burger where the meat was just like prison quality meat. And Ugh. it just it, it was just like it, it it tasted. It tasted just like if you went to an ML elementary school and got a, a hamburger patty from there, it was the same quality of like kind of like wet fucking awful yeah. hamburger meat it's it fucking i was not a hamburger man that day i did not i, I was not <laughs> I, I i i was not interested in i i fucking I, that was like the savior to me was this burger and it was a thing that i liked the least it was it was fucking awful that wet kind of like ecosystem of the burger bag in school when they would put like the hamburger day the burgers would be in like a sleeve like a like a, like a foil type sleeve and it was like it really was like a biodome inside that thing 100% precipitation goes up rains on the burger and then you're eating this like soaking wet and dry hamburger somehow yes yeah and 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 it, they like a lot often like they would be very it was a similar thing with like school lunch burgers you know you'd eat them and you'd be like fuck it's like fucking hot which is a lot of the time, like you feel like something hot is like good quality, but you're like you're eating this bad hot thing. You're like, oh, like the meat doesn't taste good, but it is like it is hot. It's at the right temperature, and that was the same thing with the bacon zillow. Where I was like, this is this is like nice and piping hot. It's like a hot burger, but the beef taste just it just tasted fucking awful. Also, like a Seven Eleven, like a Seven Eleven burger. It was like a similar a similar similar meat quality. Just yes. 
it's because yeah, it there there are school sucks. lunch things you have nostalgia for. Like for me, it's like we like my school had a chicken fried steak that that the kids all loved, and then also like a French bread pizza. Like those are things, and you would think a burger sure. would be a thing like for kids. Chicken like, patty oh, was it for us? The chicken patty was big, big, big deal. Right? Yeah, you you think a burger would be a, a crowd pleaser as well, but something about it, it's just like those those were always. I just remember having no condiments. They were all. It was always just like a just like a a, yeah. a slab of meat, a disc of meat on a dry bun, and that was the burger. And if you're getting any moisture at all, it was just the grease of the burger itself. I mean, for any kid to make a burger not fun. Is like that's yeah. like a tough job to be like <laughs> like I have a kid be like burgers like I don't like the burger and that's the same thing for me I always yes. like burgers I'm not gonna dislike a burger and the baconzilla was so bad and I think it's gotta be meat quality but Tom what you were saying too just like the, the yeah the little the little the little ecosystem the little biodome within this within the packaging where like the bun gets wet and then it just kind of <laughs> tastes yes. wet and the meat kind of still tastes wet even though. Like I, I'm not even sure if the meat is grilled there. And I'll say this: I went, I, I, I went after this wrestling show that Wags, the the PWG show that Wags and I went to, and I, and so I ordered, I got, I drove out to God, where was it? It was in like West Covina. Um, I drove out after the wrestling show, Wags. I drove all the way out to to that rallies, and and it was 10:45, and they closed at midnight, and so I felt. I felt bad, and so I so I ordered, and I gave the guy at the window, and I don't think they, it was in Baldwin Park. That's where I drove out to. I that's, that's where I yeah, was. So that's same the same. One. That's the same one Tom went to. Oh, you went to the same one. Maybe this is a bad location. So no, hold on, no. Same one when you pull out of the drive-through and you almost get hit by. You're like, oh, like yes, like the like you, like it was the weirdest drive-through exit ever, where you pay and then. Four feet later is the road. <laughs> yes, I, it, it was the, the it, you are right. Yeah, you go. You're right on there. And kind of like <laughs> it's Baldwin Park and people like either don't want to be there. or They're like driving fast to get out of Baldwin Park or they're just, you know, they're 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 in a hurry to get home. Like it was a busy street right there. But I but I it was 1045. There wasn't a lot of traffic for me at that time, but. I just remember, like, thought I I pulled over into like a a parking lot to eat it by myself, and it was just a very sad. My photos are all in my car, just eating rallies in my car, and I and I felt bad for the kid who did it, and the kid was great. The kid who the kid who the kid who served me there, and the reason I went to Baldwin Park is because I've been to other rallies in L.A., and the idea of going to like an L.A. of rallies deep in L.A. just felt like the grossest thing on earth to me. There's like one mm-hmm. near the LAX, the, the, uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's a rallies near LAX and I, I've had it before and it just fucking sucks. And like the, I, like in my mind, I'm like, there's just like cockroaches and bugs in there. I can't. So that's why I drove out to the Baldwin park one. Um, I don't think it is. I don't think it's a situation where it's a, just a bad one. Wags. I think it, mm. I think rallies is bad. I think it just is. Interesting. Bad. So, so I gave so I gave this kid a tip of, of I just gave him twenty bucks because I felt bad because I ordered a bunch of different shit, um, and he was like, "Hey, you like ice cream?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> he was like, uh, "You like vanilla and wags?" I said, "You know what? It's funny you say that because I got a podcasting partner that would laugh if he heard this right now. I didn't say any of this." And then he was like, "Yeah, he'd be so confused. What? Yeah, he would be. Yeah, why are you telling me this shit?" <laughs> and he he got me a he got me a, a cup of vanilla ice cream with with caramel wow. on it. That's and nice. That was the best thing I ate. It was fantastic. The the kid must know. You know what I mean? The kid must know what's good there. 
Uh, but the the ice cream was great. It was a great vanilla vanilla cup with a uh, caramel and then some other topping on it that I didn't know what what it was. But it, like a kind of like a crunchy like graham cracker sort of deal that was on there. But yes. it was a uh, that was that was that was the best thing I had and was great. Like I really did enjoy it. But man, everything else just fucking sucked. I got a chili dog too. The chili dog sucked. And this one wasn't in a food court in a mall. This was a standalone. This is a standalone, yeah. Okay, so I like because the location I found in that in that area uh, was was in a food court. So I opted. That's why I opted to go to the Hawthorne one mm-hmm. to get the uh, to get the the you know sometimes the food court location isn't quite like a proper location. I figured I'd go get the uh, go to the standalone restaurant. But how about that? Yeah. By the way, in that neighborhood, hot filled chicken. If anyone's ever there, hot filled chicken is outstanding. So, oh, all right. That's a little tip. It's a little Baldwin Hills tip. Um, I, I that's interesting to hear because I will say I went to I, I went to uh, the Hawthorne location as I mentioned, and I obviously can't speak to the side or to the 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 burgers rather or the the fish sandwich. Uh, but the sides I had I, I had I thought were pretty decent. I got the you oh, know wow. I got the fully loaded size fully loaded fries rather, which are there. Uh, a side of the fully loaded fries is what I'm trying to say, which is their seasoned fries topped with cheese ranch, and they come with bacon. I got no bacon, and so it's just, these were just their seasoned fries slathered with cheese sauce and ranch, and I thought they were a gooey delight. I, I had some of them fresh, uh, and then I had some of them when I got home, and I thought they traveled pretty well. I thought they were nice. I thought this was like a good side. Now, as my as an entree. It was a pretty bad entree, and this this speaks mm. to what we were talking about earlier about sometimes that the as a vegetarian having to only order sides, there just isn't a good option here. So it was either that or the the other thing I got the fry seasoned mozzarella sticks, uh, kind of would would be my main in this in this situation. Well, because I got I got those as well, and they 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 were fine. They were fine mozzarella sticks, but Natalie had the point that. They talk about them being fry seasoned and that fry seasoning is not present at all. It's like no. they just taste like regular mozzarella sticks. You can give me the Pepsi challenge with these blind against any other mozzarella sticks, mozzarella sticks from Chili's, mozzarella sticks from uh, from BK, and I would not be able to tell them apart. These are these are replacement level mozzarella sticks. Here's the thing. I feel like mozzarella sticks are like – I don't think a lot of these fast food places should have mozzarella sticks. I feel it's that sort Agreed. of thing that I – I think that it's like – Hey, stoner, you know, Jack in the Box does like stoner shit where it's like you mm-hmm. want munchies and you want mozzarella sticks. None of them make them well. There's no there's no real good yeah. mozzarella sticks from yeah. fast food places. That stoner marketing is exhausting as well. Like I, I just mm-hmm. just lay off of that. Um, also, I'll say mozzarella, Mitch. You mentioned that Baconzilla is trademarked. Mozzarella not trademarked. Wow. So if anyone has a mozzarella oh uh, spec they want to work on, feel free. Yeah. It's yours. Yeah. Baconzilla versus Monsterella for the, the <laughs> checkers ver- for the checkers verse. <laughs> you have to do a Baconzilla movie, then a Monsterella movie, <laughs> and, that, and, and then, then the combine. Then and it's then, just yeah. like, guys, I think they're gonna have Monsterella fight Baconzilla in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're building toward. <laughs> it's. I was I was thinking of like a dark Disney, like a Cinderella with with mm. a with with a with like a monster. You know how Disney does some of that fucking they, they, like a now we Maleficent. You see, you, you know what I mean. Yes, you see the, the Cruella, the, Cruella. How the legend began. Yeah, fucking God, we need new ideas. They need Honestly, to, the, 
Honestly, Baconzilla versus Monsterella is better than all that fucking. I don't want to see Cruella's That's something fresh story. Yeah, I gotta say, Cruella, I loved it. I loved it. Did you? Wow. Yeah, it's good. I saw it in the theater. I really wow. enjoyed it. I don't want to see the lady who kills dogs. I don't want to see her origin story. She, she doesn't kill dogs in this. She's like Alf. Alf don't eat cats, but he's always threatening to eat cats. <laughs> right. It's like, Alf, if you put a cat right in front of Alf and said, go to it, here you go. He'd, he'd come up with some excuse, run away. Well, I've said it before on this podcast, but if you ever try with my cats, I'd fucking knock his fucking teeth out. Fucking, yeah, I I would support you 100% with that. <laughs> fucking knock that snout into his fucking brain, the piece of shit, Alf. <laughs> do you, Tom, I'm, you mentioned you got some fries as well oh. and, and a drink. How do those fries hold up? Oh, well, the, the, let me just say the fries were as, as bad as the fish sandwich was. The fries were perplexingly awful, and I've pieced together the mystery now was they tasted sickly they take they had a hint of like some sickly sweet aspect and i'm realizing clearly there was some funnel cake fry overlap oh, no. in the fryer oh no that the fry i i went late at night so clearly that fryer was was whatever they were pumping out of there all day was still hanging in that grease trap and um yeah they were kind of gross and slightly sweet and now when I look on the rally's menu and I see funnel cake fries, that's clearly what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, I, I, cause I, I got the funnel cake fries and you know, mine were clearly made in separate batches. So my funnel cake fries did not have any sort of, uh, you know, fry overlap or if there was, mm -hmm. I couldn't detect it. Uh, I I'll say the funnel cake fries are an interesting gimmick. They're basically exactly what they sound like. They're dusted with a little bit of, of confectioner's sugar. Uh, but I I cannot justify ever getting these for like like I guess if you have a if you if you're like taking your nephew over to, to checkers and rallies and that's what he wants that's the reason to get it but for an adult I cannot possibly justify ordering funnel cake fries that, that for for as a caloric and as sugar laden as they were they just weren't all that uh, all that tasty they weren't worth mm -hmm. it they weren't worth a hit did you get mm. any of those those Mitch. No, I, I, as far as as far as desserts go, I, I got my I got myself like I said that that vanilla, which I still don't know what the crumbles on top of it. There's like a a cheese. There's like a cheesecake sundae, and and it looks like similar topping. Right. So I think it is. I think it is kind of like what like a what is what is the 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 uh, the pie crust for cheesecake? It's a it's it's is it ginger graham cracker? It? Yeah, it's graham. I think it is. Maybe it's just crumbled up graham cracker. Mm -hmm. Um. But no, I, the the other dessert I got was the was or the other treat the ice treat I got was the uh, one of the Fanta slushies basically. The um, by the way, Graham Cracker could be a character in this uh, in in the Rallies verse. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, that's <laughs> the Checkers Expanded yes. Universe. A mm -hmm. like he's a Brit. Yeah. He's like a nervous. Liam Brit. Neeson is Graham Cracker. <laughs> yeah. Picture the like, character uh, poster. Uh, 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 uh. Well, he's like looking at a screen and seeing like this. Like the radar that this giant dot is moving closer on it. <laughs> and it's like, that's Baconzilla. That's bacon. Baconzilla. He's coming toward us. <laughs> um, I, I did I did the Fanta Fruit Punch slushy. That's what that's that's what it was. Mm. And it was fine. I was eyeing that. 
It was uh it was it was just it was just fine. It was it was nothing it was nothing spectacular. I and then I I also got myself some fries. I got a coke and some fries and 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 the fries were weirdly bad. I I mine were Tom, I had a thing where I think mine just had like freezer burn. They just were okay. not Oof. Mine were not that great. Nothing was really and the kid at the window was great. Such a nice kid. A, a great, Man, a great guy. You love that kid. You love that great, kid there. He if was that a great kid was kid. Your, actually your friend, he would have told you to go eat somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're acting like this is your best buddy. He should have just been like, get out of here. I guess he did fuck me over in that respect. It was uh, I had a, an awful meal. The 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 like I said, the fish sandwich is the best. The mozzarella sticks mm-hmm. bad. That double chicken sandwich on the better side, but still not good. And then why is the chili dog one of your favorites and a great thing to eat coming off of uh, not being able to eat for ten days and having stomach issues? Right. Uh, the chili dog. The chili dog also just and Tom another situation where just the 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 biodome. Uh, mm-hmm. going on at like I took I, I I was sitting in my car eating this I, I pulled over into like a random parking lot was eating under like these like and no one was in it was in the parking lot uh, like you know like a grocery store parking lot with just the fucking lights on and I was eating this chili dog and it fucking slipped right through the bun wags the hot dog was in my hand ah <laughs> oh, what a bummer it fucking slipped through the bun into my hands um and so it, it was it was it was fucking it was it was nasty it didn't taste good also, like things that shouldn't be that hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be that tough. Like a hot dog, I'll be happy with most hot dogs. I'm not picky with a hot dog. And the chili yeah. dog just it just fucking it tasted nasty. I mean, it doesn't even it looks like shit. Look at this thing. There, there yeah. Mitch is holding what? it up. Yeah. It, it if if like Sonic shit. the Hedgehog if Sonic the Hedgehog gotta look at that bad boy, he just keep on running. That's <laughs> you know that that's I mean, what's more damning than that? His favorite food? He'd bypass that one. Just a bad all around. Tom, sorry. What a, what a, yeah. what a, what a bummer. Yeah, sorry, Tom. Uh, well, we should get to our final thoughts on checkers and rallies. Uh, so, Tom, here's how this will work. We'll each go around, give a closing argument, if you will, on this chain, and then end by giving it a score from zero to five forks. You are our guest. Mm. We begin with you. Your thoughts, your fork score. Uh, having eaten at Checkers for many years and and having considered it to be a decent enough place, this was eye-opening. This mm. slammed the door on me ever revisiting the Checkers and wow. or Rallies franchisees again. Wow. Um, wow. I've got to say, I'm going to give it one because the soda was they look zero would be if this was something was if the soda tasted like like vinegar or something then i'd be like well congratulations <laughs> you pulled off everything was was wrong they did fill the soda cup correctly and it was cold and carbonated so i got to say one fork one fork wow. wow it was it was truly i was truly sick to my stomach for the next day wow what an indictment! I had a really bad Wendy's experience recently. Why? Because I, I think I talked about it on the talked about it on the pod. But I just had a, a terrible Wendy's ex- experience where the food was shitty and they got the order wrong. And then the soda yeah. machine was it was spitting out hot soda. They were like this, like the guy in there was like, it's Yuck. like it like the Coke is hot. There was like it was like spitting out hot Coke. <laughs> um, is this the new Wendy's? It's actually, an accomplishment. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> no, this was on a. This was in uh, in in Quincy before I left. Quin- the that mm. Wendy's was falling apart. The one on Newport Ave. Um, Is that why you left? Yeah, I got that motivated. I told you that's why I came back here is that the Wendy's opened up again. Um, I I gotta say I don't know why this. Look, I'm not rooting for any restaurant or chain restaurant to to shut down because you know it, this it, it employs people like my good friend who I met, my good right? buddy, <laughs> the kid in, the kid at the window. He seems like a nice guy, but mm-hmm. but. It's that sort of thing of like, why does this exist? I don't under I don't understand. I like this this place really sucks, and <laughs> and if they can't make a if they can't if you can't make a bur- like a, a burger a a hot dog and it was like I the kids in there were, did a great job like it was hot it was it was hot it was what it was supposed to be there was nothing wrong with it it was just the actual ingredients were bad it was bad like like i said my fish sandwich was the best thing i got it was crispy and it was but like still just the factors of like the bun and the lettuce it just didn't taste good nothing nothing really tasted good so i give the kid five forks i love the kid um <laughs> and i give i give baconzilla versus versus a uh, monsterella <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i give that five forks but but man the restaurant itself god 1.75 forks wags wow one fork three times yeah the ice cream Boy, not a good oh, score man, does the ice cream bring it up to two no i think 1.75 forks but there's nothing to be like the ice cream there's it's yeah. like the soda uh, basically it comes out of the thing, and then they put some graham cracker on top for you. There was no, yeah. there was no, there. It would have been really hard for them to have boosted the uh, ice cream. Yes, yeah, you're right. It it, it is yes. It, it like uh, I was I was I was impressed with it just being like the only edible good thing I had there. Mm-hmm. But it's a machine. And a lot of these places should be able to just serve soft serve. That's that's decent. So you're right. It was uh it 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 one point seven five is is the realm it's in. I would maybe go wow. lower. I mean, like it is that you're you're right that like you can my coca my Coca Cola was good. Even that mm-hmm. even that slushy wasn't great. I mean, like it was just mm-hmm. it just was fine. Nothing 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 was nothing was good. Sounds nothing like was good. To, you need to drive out there to Baldwin Park. Find the kid, enroll him in some computer programming classes. <laughs> get him out of there. You're like, <laughs> I, th- I thought. I thought you were gonna say I gotta find the kid and kick his ass. Which no, you know what? I, <laughs> you're just gonna be like, I see something in you. You've got potential. Here, he I does. bought you. I bought you some classes. <laughs> Learn programming. Hey, hey kid, you want to work for the Doughboys? <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you talking about. And you know what? Baldwin Park also gets zero forks. Thank you. Yes. Wow. Real, I feel like uh, I felt like I felt a like historical I, neighborhood. But all I, right. I, I felt like I saw a stray at one point, and then I and the, and I was like looking for it, and then I thought I saw another stray like later, and I was like, I got to get out of this. There, there, there might be strays running around. I'm gonna, fe- I'm gonna be looking for strays all night long. I don't know what I don't know what's going on in Baldwin Park, but next thing uh, you know, you're playing trombone in the Brian Setzer Orchestra. <laughs> How'd you end up here? 
No. Baldwin Park. Baldwin Park is like the spot. It felt like the when John Malkovich gets spit out of uh, and being John Malkovich. Like it's <laughs> it's if that spot was a town, that's Baldwin Park. <laughs> There's some good food in Baldwin Park. Uh, but uh, oh yes. But per, it sounds like rallies and checkers is not one of them. It's not one no. of those options, and I and I will and say is, that and not, it is like it is it is like the gutter from being John Malkovich. I agree, yes, which is I in New Jersey, a, by the way. That was I'll take full ownership over that as somebody from New Jersey. They were making fun of New Jersey. <laughs> is in that it really? Movie. It, yeah, he gets spit there, which is yeah. <laughs> uh, Baldwin Park is the home of the first In and Out Burger, so there you go. So it has a little bit of fast food history as All well. Right. All right. I will say I, I went to I, I, the authoring location I thought was pretty good. The you know, you talked about why is this place exist and uh, 900 locations. It's it's huge. Yeah. There's a lot of locations across the country and growing. They're on the path to a thousand. I think part of Dear it is Lord. that there is there that just their operating expenses are not particularly high because they don't have a, an indoor dining room. They just it's just a drive through and walk up only. So I think that that goes a long way. The franchise fee, I looked this up, it's it's twenty to thirty thousand dollars to open one of these. That's pretty low as fast food restaurants go. Wow. Um mm. usually it's 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 uh you know, very often it's six figures or or more to to open one of these. But you the, these ones you don't even need a lot of startup capital to get one going. So that's maybe why there are so many of these. I had an okay meal. I would not go back there as a vegetarian. I probably wouldn't go back there if if and when I start eating meat or fish again either, uh, based on your two experiences. But I do think the sides were pretty decent, and I didn't touch on my classic vanilla milkshake. As I like to say, vanilla is a flavor, and they had a good vanilla shake. It was it was totally fine. It was right up there with like a Carl's Jr. Hardy shake. I remember the novelty of rallies as a kid. I remember when the first rallies opened in in Lakewood, California, and that I remember the season fries, like having these, like, oh, these stack up pretty well against Jack in the Box's curly fries. So I have a little bit of nostalgia attached to it, but not a ton. But overall, I, I don't know, a disappointing outing, just not as disappointing as your guys' experiences. So I'm I'm going to go a little higher and say... Now, why, what am I, why am I giving this two forks for? I'm going to be the hand-holding club with the spoon, man. I'm going to say one fork three times wow. is, is what my rallies experience, checkers and rallies experience, deserves. I was thinking of a, of, of a scenario where, like, a being John Malkovich where you crawl into the thing and then you're inside Nick Weiger and just it's the fucking, <laughs> a fucking boring-ass day. Hey, buddy. No one ever wants to go back in. Yeah. <laughs> this guy sat in a in like a chair and not even looking at a screen. <laughs> yeah. And you say you say like I know you're inside of me and I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Sharpling, the book is It Never Ends, a memoir with nice memories. Uh d- thank you so much for doing the show. Uh, please tell us about the book and anything else you would like to plug. Sure. Well, this book is out, and it's the stories from my life, and it's funny, and uh, and there's ones that are less funny in it, but it's it's a funny book, and people seem to be liking it, and you can get it wherever you get books, and I did the audio book for it, and I'm doing the best show every Tuesday night, and I got a podcast called Double Threat with Julie Klausner that we do, comes out on Mondays, so that's that's kind of everything. 
Hell yeah. Check all that out. Thank you. Thank you uh, very much for being here. A, a, a delight and an honor to finally have you on the pod. I think I can say on behalf of both hamburger men, uh, we're we are thrilled that you made time for us. Well, yeah. I'm going to retire that that hateful phrase right now. <laughs> I will never wow. utter it ever again. Wow. Wow. Podcasting history. You heard it made. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> to quote George... George W. Bush, mission accomplished. <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there. Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. Mitch Sharpley Wise. had to take off. A delight to have him. Yeah. Hey, I, I, you know. I butter toast from both sides now. I thought you'd like that. Then you embarrass me in front of Sharpling. You don't know you don't know who Joni Mitchell is. I know who Joni Mitchell is. I did not I just didn't know that that specific song. But I've heard I know who Joni Mitchell is. I I bet if I heard the song I'd be like, "Okay, I recognize this." <sighs> Should I look it up? Hmm. I mean, we might get DMCA'd if we play, you know, if we play that audio on here, but I can I can look it up. At least I can listen to it, whether or not it makes it in the episode. All right, yeah. Jenny, the song is called Buttered Toast. <laughs> no, both sides now. Oh, both sides. Okay, both sides now. Joni Mitchell. All right, or is on. it both sides? Maybe it's just both sides. Uh, it looks like both sides now. HD is the video that I found. Okay, uh, you no, know who knows? Okay. Sometimes these YouTubers, if it's not like Vivo official or whatever, they they chose their own title that's not actually what it's called but here we go you don't have to tell me that i know i know i know what these i know what these teenagers are doing with their vivos all right here we go this is Joni mitchell's both sides now
rose and flows of angel hair. When does it get to the toast part? Soon. Okay. I'm not soon Ice cream enough. castles? Yes. Wow. So this was already food themed. <laughs> so you're saying that I didn't do much of anything? Yeah, you kind of like it. It's like you did a parody of a Weird Al song. <laughs> Just feed it. <laughs> Just feed it? Yeah. You're parodying Eat It with Feed It. I think that this should. I think this song should just play under all Doughboys episodes. It's pretty good. Put people in a tranquil headspace. Of course. I've looked at clouds from both sides now. Oh, There's this is di- lovely. From up and down. There's a couple different versions of this song, but. And there's one that she doesn't sing. I know that's very famous. That's maybe the most famous one. But she wrote it. Beautiful, beautiful. There you go. You learned it. You'll never embarrass me again. If you bust out that exact parody again, I will know the source. (laughs) Well, it's over now. Hey, Mitch. Yes. No, nothing. I was just going to say, what? what's up? Mitch, here's what's up. This mm-hmm. is normally in the show where we would do a segment, but we actually have a little surprise today. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, this is fascinating. A representative from your hometown reached out to us and asked a guest on the show. Dano? So it's not Dano, though Dano hmm. would be a delight, but this uh, this guest I think will also prove to be a delight. Please welcome from the Quincy, Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce, John Quigley Adams is here. Hi, John. Wow, what? How are you guys? Good to good to talk to you. Good to be here on Doughboys. Uh, wow. I hope you guys are uh, hanging in there. John Quigley Adams? John Quigley Adams. This is That's a, me this from is the a... Quincy Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> working here 15 years, going strong. Wow. wow. I So... I, I just have a question. Why they, they call yes. they call me the chamber master? <laughs> cool nickname. The chamber, I, I you got you got to excuse me because I don't know and, and and you know this may I'm I may be dumb for not knowing this, but what exactly what do you what do you do? What is what is you're the chamber master? What is what is that? What does that mean exactly? What do, how what does it mean working in the Ch- Quincy Commerce? What uh, is that? Sorry, my. Headphones came unplugged. Um, and, and, you know, and, and that is a relatively dumb question that I do get asked a lot, but, um, <laughs> you know, just being the chamber master just means I'm the head of the chamber of commerce of Quincy, Massachusetts. You know what I mean? It's sort of, a, it. it's kind of a, it's kind of the official title, the chamber master. And, uh, you know, I, I will tell you, it has nothing to do with anything that I do at home privately with my wife. Okay. Fair enough. We don't need to get into that here. Okay. I feel like uh, that seems like a warning. Okay. Yeah, it's no, just, I'm just saying, if you thought for a second that it had anything to do with what I do at home privately with my own wife in our marital bed, it has <laughs> nothing to do with that, I swear to God. Well, now, now it sounds like you kind of want us to pry. No, 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 don't. I mean, okay. I'm I'm an open book, but I'm just saying, there's not. it has nothing to do with that. Fair enough. Hey, whatever someone does in the, the privacy of their own home. Exactly. And it's not sick enough for me to think it's sick, then I'm all for it. You can do whatever. Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Again, it has absolutely zero to do with that at all. All right. So okay. you keep you keep saying that, but Mike, I'm wondering what it has to do with because nothing, like I said. Okay. But 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 I, I know I get that, but I'm I, saying I'll, I'll give you I'll give you my wife's number. You can text her after this and ask her about it. She'll say it has nothing to do with it either. You can ask but, her whatever you want to, and she'll she's open about it as well. About I'm not, about it not having anything to do with my job. That, I'm not hey, really comfortable texting your wife who I've never met, uh, asking her what chamber master means. Now okay. me me on the other hand, I am comfortable texting your wife, even though I've never met her, and I All and right. I and I would be fine texting her and asking her, but uh, John. I the the question I it does you're not answering my question of what you do oh what do and, I do is the, oh okay yes yeah. sorry so as the chamber master of the Quincy Chamber of Commerce it yes. just means that I sort of oversee the commerce of the city of Quincy that's it that's all got oh. it so like yeah, the economy that sort very of thing very simple okay very very Makes simple sense. yes I I I I have my eyes and ears on who's making money who's opening up businesses who's closing businesses you know who's Who's doing what at where money exchanges hands? My eyes are just there dotting back and forth going, oh, you gave $5 to this place and that $5 went to the other place. You know, that's a simplification of it. But Wow. Even on that level, just $5 transactions. I'm always, I'm always following $5 bills all around Quincy. There's a ton (laughs) of them too. I swear to God. Oh my God. Well, there must've been a time when it, when a chamber master could physically just track all of the bills, but nowadays with all these everything, all this e-commerce, everything happening, mm, all these digital transactions, mm, it must mm. be even tougher. Don't even get me started on e-commerce. My hair's turning gray. I'm only, you know, I'm only forty-five years old, but I look like I'm, I look like I'm fifty-five. No, you don't look fifty-five. Yeah. I, no. I'm a Quincy. I'm a Quincy six. <laughs> hey, I'm a. I'm that's, a what, that's what my. That's what my wife says. I'm a Quincy three, so I, um no. I gotta say, there's an elephant in the room, and uh, and we mm-hmm. ain't we ain't at the circus, Wags. We're not at the circus, so. But there's there there's a there's an elephant in the room. I'm I'm I love the city of Quincy. I know its history. There's John Adams, and then also his son, uh, whose name is John Quincy Adams. Mm. Um, and so I was just wondering, your name is John Quigley Adams? Yes, sir. Yes, that's right. So now the only the only Quigley I know is Quigley Down Under. Uh, mm-hmm. There's the Tom Selleck movie where he goes. He's a cowboy, American cowboy. He goes to Australia, but is I don't know if that has any connection. Mm-hmm. You you're saying am I am I related to or did my name come from the movie Quigley Down Under? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, just based on your age, like if it's possible that your parents saw that movie I, and were like, "Hey, we'll name him after Quigley." That movie we saw. Nope. Well, okay. I have. I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a second question is mm-hmm. why are you named John Quigley Adams? I like, uh, that's, that is, that's my, maybe a better broad why, question. Why, yeah. why are you named Mike Spoon Mitchell? You know what I mean? Like what, what's, what's the origin of your name? Spoon is a Michael Donovan Mitchell. That's, that's my full why name. Is that your, why is that your name? Well, my mom and dad named me Michael. Uh, my last okay. name is Mitchell. That's the, yeah. my surname. Right. And then, right. um, my middle and they name. would, when you were conceived, they really liked the uh, the pop singer Donovan, <laughs> and so my mom did. My mom did love Donovan. Um, yeah, but but uh, Michael, uh, my my mom's maiden name is Donovan. Her, Kareen Donovan. So oh, I see. Uh, okay, well, mine's sort of a similar story. So my parents named me John. Mm-hmm. 
My last name was Adams. I'm of no rela- I'm of no relation and no dissension from the uh, from John Adams, the second president of the United States. And you know wow. what? That's, that's that's a very common saying. Look, there are some relatives of John Adams that live in the Quincy area. It's true. There, right. you know, there. Wednesday is there. Um, Lurch, mm. I think, is still no. You're th- you're confusing the Adams families again. But the the Adams family exists in 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 and uh, you know there, there's there's uh, the 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 lineage it exists within the area. Yeah, cousin it I think moved to Somerville. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, he lives in Davis Square. <laughs> Great movie theater there. Uh, hope hopefully you don't get cousin it sitting in front of you. Um, and, and Quigley really quickly, just before you go on. Oh no, please. Mm-hmm. This is what I was trying to get back to comes from. Do you remember? There was a mo- an old movie with Tom Selleck. Yeah. Where he's like a cowboy and he goes down to Australia. Yeah. It was, I just referenced that. Uh, Quigley like, down like under. That's ago. what that's yeah. from. So, okay. So, so that's what, okay. So that's exactly what I asked you. And you said you, you batted it away. What did you say? I asked if it had, had to do with that movie Quigley I down under. I, I think you said that. no, that's Reynolds. exactly what I I think did you I might have said that. Sure. No, I think you. I think you can. I think you said. That I think Burt you did Reynolds say Burt movie. Reynolds. Okay, is that what happened? I thought I could have sworn I said Tom Selleck. I was thinking Tom Selleck, but maybe no, I said Burt I Reynolds, said the Burt other mustachioed yeah. star of the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my pa- that was my my parents uh, were extras in that movie. Anyway, so oh, how about well, that? That's cool. Yeah. Is that that's how they met? No, weirdly enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They, they were already <laughs> married and they both got hired. <laughs> no, no, no. They, I mean, they, 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 they met like a few years after that, but they just both were uh, extras in that. And then they were like, "Oh, we had, we didn't realize we had this shared history." But check out our IMDb's. We were both featured background in Quigley Down Under. All right. So, yeah. so there's, there's a couple things. I think I have questions for your parents. More so is, <laughs> is that <laughs> they know John Quincy Adams existed, but they named you John Quigley Adams. But yes. that's maybe a smaller point to this bigger one. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to Ackerman you right now. I'm not trying to get you. But I don't know who that is. Yeah. So Quigley Down Under came out in in Quigley Down Under <laughs> came out in 1990. Okay. And oh, it's you, that. You, oh, okay. And, and you have told us that you are a 44, 45-year-old man. Mm-hmm. And so my question is, is that your middle name comes from Quigley Down Under? And 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 I, I, I'm just I'm just trying I'm just fact checking here. I, well, I, okay. I, well, you never. I should asked say me. I w- Yeah, I originally I, speculated I was, this. Uh, so you know, this maybe is partly I, uh, partly on me. I thought that mm-hmm. movie was older. Look. And this is the last we're going to talk about this because I'm here for a reason. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we need to move on from this. <laughs> I didn't have a middle name for many years. Okay? Well, okay. Okay. You know what? This makes sense. And so you were John Adams. And then they said, we're going to name you. So I guess my question then goes back to your parents. My because- mother and my mm-hmm. father mm-hmm. had a one night stand 45 years ago, 46 years ago. Okay. Wait a minute. Coincidentally, years later, my my mother named me my mother wow. my mother's maiden name is Adams. She gave birth to me. I was John Adams. She said, "I can't think of a middle name. I'm too stressed. I'm a single mother." Mm-hmm. Years later, they happened mm-hmm. to be extras. This makes on this checks down out. Under, and then this a few years out. after that, they met up, realized that they not only were in Quickly Down Under together, but also had 
had sex 40 or some some odd years earlier or whatever. Right. I can't do the math off so the they, top they of had, my head. You were right. They had met before being extras on Quickly Down Under. Yes. Wow. At a bar. So so my question then goes back to why did they name me John Quigley Adams? It sounds a lot like John Quincy Adams. <laughs> I just have to say that I, we're, I, kind, we're, kind of a kind of a virtuosic. If this was just you know reasoning out the logic on the fly, that would have been a virtuosic display because it's his personal history. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just saying facts that happened to him. So like you know viewed through yeah. that prism, it's not particularly impressive. But if it was, I would have been. My mind would have yeah. kind of been blown the way he just made that all make sense. I mean, if you, yes. And if you can't make that make sense in your own head and do the math and put two and two together yourself, then I can't help you. Now, you, you, you. I just gave you my entire personal history of my two generations of my family. If you can't put together <laughs> why my name is John Quigley Adams, that's on you. Fair enough. So, I, I have, I have one last. I have, I, I or maybe, <laughs> maybe. Go ahead. We've got we've got all day. I just want to make sure because I'm 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 here for a very specific reason. Yeah. Yes. Because I was going to say that that, oh, that wait, we got what? you know we got pretty far afield. Uh, We're not just here to talk about you, my personal life. Like I said, I'm an open book, but we do have to move on. Your oh, personal right. life, in fairness, is fascinating, and yeah, I, I'm course. glad we did delve into that. I think people will be excited to hear about that. But you you emailed me with some urgency regarding the economy. Oh, I didn't of realize Quincy. there was an email. Well, well, hold on. Can I just quickly, can I make one last comment about, about personal stuff? Of course, yeah. And this will be absolutely the last we talk about this. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, has anyone ever told you you sound like Ted? Ted who? Ted, Ted, the bear, Ted. I, I don't know what that's in reference to. You have never seen Ted? Seth MacFarlane movie with Mark Wahlberg was very popular. I love Seth. I love Seth. Oh, Ted. Yeah, Ted. Ted Ted the bear. Did I say Burt Reynolds? Does everybody does everybody with (laughs) I think you did. So everybody everybody with a Boston accent just sounds like Ted the Bear to you? No, I just I I just thought you reminded me of Ted. That's all. You sounded like Ted. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think I've gotten that before, but also maybe it's because you're in California and everybody where I am sounds like like I do. So mm, fair point. Look, I, I didn't, I didn't mean Quincy. to I, I, I've gotten rid of my accent. I'm a cello. I didn't, and I didn't mean to insult you. You're here for a reason. John Quigley Adams. Mm-hmm. What is what is your what's your reason? The chamber master from the Massachusetts from the Quincy, Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. I can only wonder what what the deal is. Well, I'm I'm here with um uh with uh, i'm with i i'm asking for a i'm asking for a favor because i'm coming to you with um hat in hand red mm-hmm. Sox hat in hand um mm-hmm. i see you it. know sort of asking you for a favor because um you know the truth of it is is that the uh the quincy economy as of lately has <laughs> um taken a big hit oh no yeah. Oh boy. And, uh, is that and that uh, because of the 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 COVID surge? No, it has nothing to do with COVID at all. In fact, COVID has not stopped us even a little bit. Um, you know, oh, it's wow, a ninety nine percent survival rate, right? Well, yeah. I mean that that's if kind of seems like kind of an anti vaxxer narrative. So we don't necessarily want to platform. No, that. that's not. I'm not. And this has nothing to do with vaccines. If you want to take okay. the experimental vaccine, you can. But I that's okay. it's your my body, my choice. But 
Just this sounds similar to when you, when you were saying that you would tell us about your personal life and that you're an open. It yeah. sounds no, no, like no, 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 no. I'm wh- look. You brought up COVID. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what I know. Okay. Okay. What okay. I've researched. So, so let's uh. So let let's not go down this rabbit hole. You're saying that okay. the economy of the economy of Quincy is yeah, suffering right now. Um, it started going downhill about mid July. Um, and I'm here to uh. I'm here to say, Mike Mitchell. We need you to come back, man. <laughs> you were keeping the restaurant industry and the economy here going so strong, and we're just we're just so devastated right now. We're really hurting, man. Oh my wow. god! Now this is this is all because because you is, left. All because I left. So John Quigley Adams, uh huh, who's in charge of Quincy, he the Chamber of Commerce. You work yes, in the Chamber I of Commerce. I oversee all the commerce. I see where all the dollars and cents go. And I'm telling you, I have had barely anything to look at in the last month or so. Wow. wow. One, this- one man's impact. Is that, uh, and you mentioned on the, the, the restaurant sector, the economy specifically? Yes. Yes. Did you know we've had to close 23 Dunkin' Donuts in Quincy? Now we oh only have God. 45 left. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> You're saying that when I was there, was I going to every, was I going to all 23 Dunkin' Donuts? Was I? I I, I don't know. You tell me. It's just when you left, they had to close. Do you know what I'm saying? I I certainly wasn't going to all 23 Dunkin' Donuts in one day. Right. But I'm saying Dunkin' Donuts is all owned by one, you know, corporate entity. You know what I mean? I will say there was that one day. There was a one day where I did go to all 23, but that. And actually, I think that did happen a few times. Do, but uh, that's, yeah. Do you know you how texted many me a couple jobs? times. I'm making my morning Dunkin' run. I know. See you in four Do, hours. I mean, there's people literally like we we've had to lay off the, all, all these kids, all these like high school kids who like don't have a job anymore, and oh, all no. these managers and stuff. You, I mean, we've literally you're the reason that f- hundreds of people have lost their jobs in Quincy. My Dunkin' run is a marathon because I go to all 23 Duncans, it's basically the same. And they're about a mile apart. So it's basically the distance of the marathon, a marathon. It's a, uh, it's about 24 miles. Um, right. That you I, do in your car that I, that I do in my car. Right. <laughs> well, John quickly, Adams, I got good news for you. I'm coming back to you Quincy. Are? Yes. Wow. Oh my August, God. Thank breaking God. Shoes. I'll be, I'll be back there at the end of August. I know that look, and look, and this is what I told everybody, you know, people are knocking down my door going, John, John Quigley Adams, chamber master of the Quincy chamber of commerce. When are we going to get back on our feet? And I said, don't worry. Mitch never goes back to LA for more than like a couple of months at a time. He always <laughs> comes home because he loves being in his mother's basement. They have like a weird codependent thing going on. It's like he's always can, can I tell can I tell you how, it's not just Dunkin' Donuts. Can I tell you the other can I tell you something? And I and I know you're coming back, but I just mm-hmm. want you to see the breadth of the destruction that you have caused in your mm-hmm. wake. Okay. Here's Please. all the restaurants that had to close down in Quincy, okay? Mm-hmm. Nom nom Brady's. Had to close down. Can you believe that? I can't. Wow. I can't believe that. John Krastinski's Pizza is oh closed my, now. John oh, Krastinski? No. Oh, that stinks. An institution. Teddy Chuskies is now oh, closed. No. <laughs> the Greens Monster, that salad, that brand new salad restaurant that had so much oh. promise. Yeah, oh, but boy. you know what? That probably wasn't. That probably didn't shut down because of me. <laughs> I don't know. They they said. 
Oh, they no. You know what? They served. They, they said served. they sold a lot. Of, you know those little pieces of like little crustinis of bread that come with the salad. <laughs> you said that they were they would they ran out of those immediately. <laughs> I got a question for you. When people were banging on your door to tell you, this, was it a chamber door? And also, what was going on in the room when they were banging on your door? <laughs> I do not bring that stuff to work. I'm talking about my office. Oh, your office. Okay, fair enough. Door. Fair, fair, fair okay. enough. Okay. And what happens between me and my secretary is none of your business. Uh, well, okay. Well. That now, seems now seems that's, suspect. Do you yeah. guys know? Yeah, do you guys know what ethical non-monogamy is? Never mind. Um, Vince Wilfock uh, and boy. Knife. <laughs> Close. Vince Wilfock's restaurant. Vince Wilfock <laughs> and Knife. We close. Grill Russell, Grill Belichick, Ted Williams, wow. Vince Grillfock, his other restaurant. <laughs> Dave Portnoy's House of Chicken Tits. Whoa. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. Wow. You understand? Dave Portnoy's only a millionaire now. Poor Spider. I know. Yeah. That's rough. Larry Turd, which is the name of what food gets turned into. That restaurant <laughs> closed. Yeah. Larry Burt, there he doesn't have a I'm shocked that he doesn't have like a chicken themed restaurant. It's called Larry Turd. Right. Larry's Rotisserie Bird or something like that. He just goes to Larry Turd. I mean, the, the brand could have been part of the issue there. Yeah. Uh, I I talked to them and they said everybody loves the name. They had lines down the block because of the name. <laughs> I will say that I've eaten at Larry Turd's and I, I, I've eaten at Larry Turd's quite a bit. And I do like, and the turd sandwich is good. It's, yeah. it's a very good sandwich. Yeah. And they haven't sold once since you left. I wow, hope you're wow. happy. And the only other one that closed is uh, Mark Wahlberg's uh, Burger Place, which I can't remember the name of. But um, <laughs> the Wendy's on Newport is still open. You know what? They're hanging on by a thread. Wow. Oh, even boy. a Wendy's, even a, ch- a national chain restaurant. That's what I'm saying. We closed all those Dunkins. Mitch, we need you back. Okay. And, and yeah. let me tell you something, too. It's not just restaurants, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. um, bathrooms. There was. Yeah, well, there was a toilet, a family-owned toilet repair company. <laughs> oh boy, that's sad. And now they're going around door to door, door to door, going, "Is your toilet broken? Did a big fat turd get stuck in your pipes?" And everyone's going, "No, I'm sorry." I, they don't know what to do. They're literally out on the street, knocking on doors, going, "Please, please, do you have any big turds stuck in your pipes?" And everyone's going, "No, sorry, sorry." And and they, and, and they went. Mitch moved back. Mitch went back to L.A. Hun. They went, yeah, and they're begging for change. It's so fucking sad. Ah, what this a bummer. Is, this this makes me sad. Come back to Quincy where you belong. And look, I yeah. know you'll be back in two months, and I know you'll be back for Thanksgiving, and I know you'll be back for the holidays for like three more months. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But we need you here all the time. I mean, everything's on Zoom now. Come on, you can do the podcast from there. You did it for that long. Please, Mitch, yeah, we we're for devastated over here. Hey, guess what? what? Not only am I coming back at the end of August, and I'm going to be there for a couple of weeks, but then in 2022, we're adding a stop on, on the Doughboys Live Tour. We're coming to Boston. We're playing the Wilbur Theater again, two shows. And then you know what else? We're playing at Foxwoods. We're going to be playing hey, at there Fo- you go. We're wow. going to be playing at Foxwoods. So not only am I going to be there, but there's going to be a, a, a bunch of Doughboys fans are going to be coming to the Quincy area. Please. Uh, who are, who are big, you know, they're usually pretty big, my size. If you wouldn't mind, send them to Quincy, 
have them get lunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner. You know, the residents of Quincy, the local residents would be happy to have each and every one of them in their home to take a fat turd in their toilet (laughs) (laughs) to help out the Gennetti family. It's the least they could do. Wow. Just eat, eat all the food that you can. And look, I mean, I hope that's enough to sustain, but I, I, and, and if I, and if, and if, and if Nick, uh, is it okay if I just address the listeners uh, directly right now? Please do. Please do. Listeners, please. If I know you have a fondness for Quincy and, and Mitch and Dano and Micus and Wu Tang and all these guys that you've just come to know and love and the town of Quincy, just, you know, the, the greatest little city in the world is what we call ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. The, uh, the the city of uh, the city of presidents is That's also right. what we call ourselves. Yeah, we know we wow. got a couple names. The the city the city that is overlooked by the chamber master. That's what we call ourselves. Please do whatever you can to um, get Mitch to to get Mitch canceled and his career somehow. Oh boy! So that he has to move home <laughs> permanently. Christ. I think this could backfire because he does need the. The man does need to make a living, so if you get him canceled, okay, I mean, that's I, well, you know, I need to make I'm li- not going to be able to eat. I'm not going to be able to eat at all these restaurants. Oh, we'll make you eat. I'll put you. I'll put you down, and I'll put you <laughs> down in the chamber and force feed you. Oh, also, by the wow. way, uh, uh, listeners always already did try to cancel me for uh, for for just an episode we had. So uh, yeah, th- yeah, this, this might just happen naturally. So <laughs> you don't, you don't, maybe you don't, don't have need to, to ask them too encourage much. Encourage it. Okay. Good. Well, you know, then listeners keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> uh, you know, John Quigley Adams, an, an absolute honor to have you here. Thank you so much for it being here and spreading awareness. Honor of my life to be on this podcast. <laughs> John Quigley Adams, I've before never you go. been more honored yeah. in my life to be part of anything ever in my life. And I'm so privileged to be here. John Quigley Adams, before you go, just give us one small detail of what goes on behind the scenes in your in your house. We want we want to know something that goes on. Let's just say that the uh, chamber master with all the relationships that I have at all the restaurants here, uh, it looks a lot like that one scene from that movie, Nine and a Half Weeks. Okay. Some some food involved in some sort of sexual congress. Yeah, it seems um, like. I thought this would be the appropriate podcast to bring it up on. It, yeah, for sure. If anywhere is down with food fucking, it is it's 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 the Doughboys listeners and ourselves. That's all I'll say. That's all wow. I'll say. And and you know, just I would love to see a picture of your wife because I'm starting to feel like she might just be. I would love to show you a picture of her. A watermelon with a can I can I hang out after hair? the record and yeah can I hang out after the record and and share and like screen share a picture of her for you guys? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, actually, you can go ahead and screen share it now if you like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. He's. Wait a minute. Your wife is Lois. <laughs> you, my wife is the woman that Lois from Family Guy was was based after. Wow. Uh, wow. I, she no was the wonder, model for Lois. No wonder wow. you sound like Ted because Ted is just like sounds like Peter Griffin. That, those are totally separate things to me. That's not I. My wife <laughs> Seth MacFarlane was walking down the street in Quincy one day, going to Larry Turds. And he saw my wife there having lunch, and he said, "He said, can I draw you?" And she said, "Come back to my chamber." And then the three of us wow. had a little photo session. This wow! All right, that's good. That's good enough for me. That sounds a lot like the Titanic. Is that is that enough detail for you? That sounds yeah, like it sounds like ty- the erotic scene, the erotic scene in Titanic. Um, I I I. I 
I, I appreciate you worrying about the Quincy economy. That, that yes. to me is, that's important to me too, but we're going to be back for the Wilbur shows. I'm going to be back for a couple of weeks visit and we okay. got a show in Foxwoods. We're all playing right. at Foxwoods. It should all run its course. So hopefully he will give yep. the boost the just Quincy like, economy so desperately yep. needs. Run its course, just like COVID. Just it'll run its course. Okay. Just, all right. Remember that the vaccine has not gone through the proper clinical trials. <laughs> okay. I think we've I think we've heard enough. Uh from the Quincy, Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce, John Quigley Adams. Thank you so much, John. Thank you, John. All right, guys. Yeah, uh, hurry back, Mitch. We love you. Well, all right, love you too, John. Wow. Hey, wow. hey, hey, Wags! I was just thinking yeah. we're playing we're playing at Foxwoods, the place where Earth, Wind, and Fire usually plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just, I started, I started to think, um, what if Earth, Wind, and Fire was playing in a concert with the band Heart, mm-hmm. and then Roger Waters showed up? Um, do you think that would summon Captain Planet? <laughs> okay. If Earth, Wind, and Fire were playing uh-huh. a concert, and the band Heart, yes, who sings crazy, crazy, crazy on you, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't Heart sing that song? Sounds right. Um, then Roger Waters, he makes an appearance, he plays a solo in one of the. Would that summon Captain Planet in this mega concert? I think what would happen is that it would summit uh, Captain Planet and Neil. <laughs> Well, we've covered just about everything on this app. <laughs> what a co- that that conversation with John Quigley Adams went a bunch of different places. <laughs> I thought he had a kind of clear agenda going in, but we really talked. I am I'm glad about glad we had the convo. I think I think that I referenced Ted. I think it might have been as long as the movie Ted. <laughs> just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. And today we have an email from Aaron G in St. John, New Brunswick. Aaron writes, are there any family dishes from your childhood that you loved but would never dare to eat now? Or even just Mm. dishes that seem odd or dated now that time has passed? When I was growing up, my family would eat saltine crackers as cereal in a bowl with milk and sugar. My mom and I both used to love it, but have tried it again in recent years, and it is kind of gross. Not sure if there's Mm. a difference in the crackers or if our tastes have changed, but the magic is gone. Thank you to the whole DB crew for genuinely improving my life on a regular basis. You're all the sickest of nast." And three heart emojis. That's very nice. Thank you, Aaron G. in, in New Brunswick. Um, wow. A, a meal that we had that we at some point were, we, that we don't have, we have the opposite of nostalgia for, it seems like, or a snack, something that we had as a kid that we don't really crave anymore. A kid thing specifically, I brought it up on this episode. I was just talking about dipping my fish and chips into ketchup. Yes. Uh, and, and I'm sure that I used ketchup in like gross ways that I, I still do use ketchup on scrambled eggs. I know that a lot of people think that's disgusting. Oh, I like but, uh, it. I, yeah, but no, I, I I like ketchup on scrambled eggs. But but um, pr- there's probably stuff like that. That's that. You know, honestly, the thing that comes to my mind first is, and why? Because I talked about it on the podcast before. But like, my, my there was heart history in my dad's family. So like he like uh, for him he had high cholesterol. He like a lot of like the low cholesterol stuff and that like skim milk or whatever. Which I, I skim milk I still would probably drink and not. Yes. Care about or using cereal and not care about. But one thing he did, which is like, this is like an old, this is like, this is, this shows how much has changed in, in the years, but he would have his, he would cook his steaks like medium well to well done. 
Mm. There was like a thing that you like cook the fat out of it. And so right. thinking of that growing up, like we used to eat steak with ketchup. Again, there was another thing that I ate with ketchup was steak. Um, and I wouldn't do that anymore, but we used to have well done steak and I would not eat. I would not eat well done steak. I would not want to uh, like, I would be bummed out no. if I got, if I, uh, if I, I went to uh Twa mech and I got the, the, the big mech fancy and, little beaster out here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, uh, celebrity chef Ludo Lefebvre. Ludo. Well, the, it was, I, I got it medium rare and it was and the burgers were like more closer to like well done. And I was, mm. I was sad. I like, oh, I like what a I, bummer. I like a, I like a, a great restaurant, but I, but I like a, I like a, a more, I need, I mean, medium rare now. I'm a medium rare yeah. guy. Great restaurant, but not the kind of place you expect a, a kitchen error. It's a pretty, you know, it's yeah. a pretty, pretty fancy I spot. I, um, sh- I, sh- I will, shouldn't have said it. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, it's, a, it's, it happens. Uh, it happens. Uh, I was going to say what what you were talking about things that you had as a kid like like first off the well done steak is a weird thing because I remember a similar thing and I remember mm. just meat just being like the first time I had medium rare steak was at a hibachi restaurant and mm. it was like a, a like what a teppanyaki grill sort of place like like it wasn't mm. the it wasn't a benihana it was a rip off of a benihana. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember it being like a revelation. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that, that steak could taste like this because I had so many just like like grilled all the way through, you know, medium well or or well done steaks as a kid. I think for largely the same reasons. There was a time in, in where it was like, yes, this is the healthy thing to do is that you cook it down. Uh, I, but but the, the main thing I think of from my childhood is just shit that was just loaded with so much sugar. Like a fluffernutter sandwich, a sandwich with peanut butter and marshmallow mm. cream. I don't think I could eat that anymore. And that was such a treat I had as a kid. I think I think we used to get in bulk from Costco is like Kern's Fruit Nectar, which is like those super duper sweet concentrated fruit juices or, uh, or Sven Hard's pastries, just like a big old thing of like bear claws and like, you know – uh, raisin roundies, like just a whole huge fucking thing of of these fruit pastries, these danishes that were just like so so sugary and so processed. But I used to love them as a kid, and I bet I wouldn't like them nowadays. I will say the snack described in Aaron G's email: saltine crackers and cereal. I had a roommate in college who would have he would like put Cheez Its in a bowl and cover them with milk and eat that like cereal. Jesus and I never, Christ! I never tried it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I never tried it, but he assured me it was delicious. I think I, I think I've heard this before, but that is fucking yeah. putrid. Yeah, yeah. Sven Hard. Sven Hard. Sounds like a Die Hard like sequel. Or honestly, it just sounds like a. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like something you would overhear in 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 one of your videos. <laughs> <laughs> one of my videos. One of your one of your. Well, yeah, I guess you don't have videos anymore. <laughs> For my private collection, like on my hard drive. It sounds like a very like who wants to sex Matumbo type of uh Oh sure, yeah. Like a like a Sven shows up at a party and is like Sven hard. <laughs> I'd like that. You'd like to see that in a movie. <laughs> uh Emma, our producer, and anything come to mind? Do you have any snacks that you had as a kid or foods that you had as a kid? You love them as a child. And then now you're thinking back on it and you're like, I would never have this again, or it's weird that I ever tried this. Another one that comes to mind for me, actually, real quick, is is you mentioned ketchup on things, Mitch. I used to not like grilled salmon. I love salmon now, but I used to not like salmon. The mm. only way I could eat it with ketchup. Now that sounds revolting to me. Uh, like a grilled yeah. a grilled or, or sautéed piece of or pan roasted piece of salmon with with ketchup is just like ruining it. Uh but Emma, <laughs> sorry, any anything from your childhood that you liked and would dislike now? Um, I 
I used to hate most things. I was a super picky eater, mm. and I used to put mm-hmm. I used to put honey on like everything. It was the only way I wow. would eat most stuff. Like I wouldn't mm. eat chicken unless I covered it in honey. Oh wow! Um, but I don't think I would do that now. I think that would be kind of gross and too sweet. Not honey mustard, like just honey. Yes. Which is yeah. you know too what? sweet. When you were saying that. I'm like, hmm, honey, mu- honey covered chicken. That sounds kind of good. I mean, like honey maybe that mustard up a covered chicken. chicken. <laughs> yeah. You maybe, you can but, you know what? I'll have I'll have like a plate like you could get some. It's a similar sort of thing if you have like chicken and waffles and you get a little little syrup on your chicken. There's no there's no problem at all with that. No, that sounds fine, but I feel like that's the point of the plate. Like my dad would make like chicken with green beans and potatoes or something and I would just cover it in honey like it just doesn't now it sounds gross it sounds gross to me but I also used to eat my fish and chips with ketchup and I used to eat ketchup on a lot of fish and I wouldn't do that now that sounds so gross dear god fucking gross yeah boy I gotta say all this talk of honey is making me think about that joke we supposedly made about dad's cum tasting like bee honey (laughs) you can find that clip Comes back full circle. Send it to spoonmandrops at gmail.com. And Wags, you know what? I'm going to say this. Um, That uh, to add to my shit list is kids. Kids eat gross shit. Grow up. Yeah, kids are disgusting. Kids are gross. (laughs) Become adults. Yeah, become adults. (laughs) Fucking morons. I think that's what they're trying to do. Go to the fucking go to the fucking old beach. Just go go to the, go to the old beach. <laughs> Knock it out in an afternoon. Go to the old beach. That little life speed run. If you have a question or a comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And I get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode during the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. I was just thinking about you walking onto the old beach and fucking turn into dust immediately, just exploding into <laughs> dust. <laughs> Like the guy, like, the, uh, the Nazi at the end of Last Crusade. Yeah, just fucking exploding. It's like Dracula when he gets when he gets hit by fucking sunbeams. You just fucking turn to dust on the old beach. Uh, I'd love it. I'd, I'd fucking last a while on the old beach. I'd be fine. <laughs> uh, our thanks to Tom Sharpling, our guest, and Mookie Blakelock, who helped us out with that bitch. I got this podcast, You Are Worthy, Wait. with little Mookie B. That was John Quigley Adams was Mookie? No, nah, Mitch, I'm afraid... Boy, I hate to spoil the illusion, but yes, it was, John Quigley Adams was in fact a character portrayed by Mookie wow. Blakelock of "You Are Worthy" with a little Mookie B. Damn, I was, I was. Hmm. How does that explain how I've been to Larry Turd so many times? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonbag Mike, but Dick Quaker, happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys double, dwang dang a dun dun da dwang gang. It's another edition of Doughboy's Pilot Program, our survey of TV pilots. Claudio Doherty joins to discuss the first episode of a show Mitch thinks she loves, Friends. Could we be any more excited? New episodes of Doughboy's Double release every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.